Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of the ISI Life Podcast. I'm very excited today to bring this conversation today with Rafael Ayala, who is a Mexican author, a coach, professional speaker, who is um, had the honor of speaking at our most recent ISI retreat. He was did an awesome job delivering our devotion, and I just thought that everybody listening in on the podcast would really be blessed by what he had to say. Um, he is a unique guy. Um, he's participated in many radio and TV shows. He was actually nominated for an, an Emmy in his TV segment, Gifts of Life for the Hispanic Market. So we got a few seconds to uh, catch up today, and I think you will all really enjoy the conversation. And just to, if this is your first time listening or checking out ISI for the first time, ISI stands for Iron Sharpens Iron. comes from Proverbs twenty-seven seventeen, as iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. And what we're really focusing on doing with Iron Sharpens Iron is helping people do things God's way. So we focus on five Fs, our faith, family, faculty, finance, and fitness. And how can we put God at the center of all those things and not just a little spoke of the wheel, but at the hub, right at the center. And by these conversations that we're having with our guest speakers and at the retreats, this is what we're helping people do. How do you manage your your money, your work, your relationships, um, your fitness from a godly perspective? And this podcast is no different. And one of the verses that really guides us and our leadership team as we're running ISI is uh, Proverbs twenty-eight twenty-six, And it says, whoever trusts in his own mind is a fool, but he who walks in wisdom will be delivered. And I hope this conversation with Raphael today uh, gives you some wisdom. We talk about some great things. We get into, he has two main points that he talks about. One is how to hear God's voice and how to just listen. And the second is about how... Um, we should use God for his goal. How can God use us for his goals? Not how can we use God for our goals? And he breaks that down for us. So I think you'll really enjoy and be blessed by that conversation. So I hope you enjoy the conversation. Um, and outside of this podcast, other ways to connect with us are, are really all seen at the ISILife.com. There's a bunch of great resources on there. You can find past podcasts on certain topics and also see our retreats. In 2023, we have a really great retreat lineup in the spring and the fall, both in Cleveland and Columbus, and, and also in some other cities too. So if you can join us at one of our 24-hour retreats, that would be great. We also do our Stay Sharp Saturdays, which are a free one-hour Zoom call the first Saturday of each month. So you just tune in and it's a little jolt for the weekend and kind of get some pep in your step for the, the month ahead. Those are on Zoom, like I said, 7.30 to 8.30 a.m. the first Saturday of each month. You can just register right on our website. And I uh, hope to see you and connect with you and hope this conversation is a blessing to you. All right, Raphael, it's great to be with you. Thanks for being on today. Oh, it's, it's a pleasure, Nick. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, well, you made, um, it was awesome to have you, you know, fly up all the way from Mexico to our most recent ISI retreat and got a chance to do the morning devotion. And uh, it really just hit me. And I took, I took so many notes and took a lot away from your devotion. So I'm glad we can kind of recapture that here for anyone listening on the podcast. I think it's going to be great. Excellent. So for um, for myself and for others, just give us a little background on, on who you are and tell us your story about your upbringing, your background, and uh, a little bit more about who you are. Oh, sure. Thank you, Nick. Uh, well, uh, I'm a guy who, who was born in Mexico, in the northwest of the country, uh, right down under Arizona State, Sonora State. Uh, and, well, I, I grew up in a middle-class family, moved uh, to Mexico City to study, you know, at the university. And I did study communication and mass media. So 
my first jobs uh, were on mass media. Uh, I did some okay. Mexican national TV shows and also some movies and radio and also uh, in magazines. So I, I came out from the media, but in a change in my life was that I also managed uh, industry for farming, <laughs> you know, okay. for fertilizers. And you said, well, what that has to be with your professional education and all that is because when I started, I started uh, my commitment to the Lord in, when I was finishing the university mm -hmm. and I married pretty young. Well, for these times, pretty young. And, and it, I was 24. I had just finished uh, school. I was doing uh, TV shows. And my wife and I decided to start a Christian magazine. She is mm -hmm. a graphic designer. So we started that project. But then my father called me, asking me to help him in his business. I, I was living 2,000 kilometers away from him it was about it is about i don't know uh, more than a thousand miles so mm -hmm. uh, before i i committed my life to to the lord uh, i wasn't too close to my family i left home when i was maybe 17 and i learned that i needed to honor my parents Mm -hmm. So even though not me or my wife really wanted to move to the Northwest again, Mexico City is in the middle of the country. That's where I was living when we got married. Uh, making the long story short, I felt and we felt that God wanted us to go there, especially to me, honor my father, something I didn't do before. Yeah. So I, we decided to move. So I was a manager of a, a company that produces, produced fertilizers for farming and agriculture. Uh, and I, I told him that I was going to commit myself for two years. Those two years became six. <laughs> and, you know, in my free time, we were serving at the church as a youth pastor. Uh, and I had a... a a uh, heart problem that changed my point of view. Mm -hmm. So I, I was close to to die when I was 30. Uh, wow. I, I had just turned 30 by days. And I realized that, that I needed to do what God had seated in my heart. So I left my father's company and went full-time to a church and because I, I was giving all my free time to the church, but then I completely got into it. And after several years of serving there, uh, I, my wife and I, this sounds strange for people who doesn't believe in this, but we believe that God wanted us, we heard in a 
I don't know what word to use to instead of heard, we understood, yeah. <laughs> we felt yeah. uh, that God wanted me to go to the streets, not to be inside a church serving all the time, wow. but because God gave me, I believe, a, a grace with non-evangelical Christians. Hmm. And he started opening doors there. So I decided to go full-time to the world, that's what we'll, we will call it, yeah. And that was strange because, you know, leaving your job to go yeah. and honor your dad in something you don't really enjoy or is not your, your yeah. profession. Then moving full time to the church, that was a, a big decision. For sure. And, and after that, leaving church to start something that you don't even know how what's going to be is, uh, for me, it was like, Okay, I, I need to keep talking, not preaching, being an example and opening doors, uh, opening doors for in the world for people who really wants to know about God, but maybe tired or uh, frustrated about religion. Yeah. And well, well that's, and that's making a long story kind of short. <laughs> no, no, no. It's a good, it's a, I mean, it's a perfect backstory because I mean, your, your talk was really centered around two main points and, um, and I want to get into each of them, but I think they're both very related to what you went through personally, which was, uh, I'll just get, I'll just touch on the two points and then we can, you know, continue on the story and we can dive into each of those. But the two main things from your talk were, you know, listening to God, like, what does that actually mean? You know, how can you actually know what God wants you to do? Um, and so that's one thing. And then the other was n not, you know, how can I use God for my goals, but how can God use me for his? And it seems like in, in all those things, going, you know, working with your dad and then the church and then going out in the streets, it seems like you were going through both of those things, listening to God and then pursuing what God wanted for you, not what how God could support you, but the other way around um, within your story. So with those as a backdrop, let's keep going and then we can maybe dive into each of those two. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Yes. Uh, uh, to be honest, it's something I realized long after those things happened in my life. Yeah. But uh, when I had my encounter uh, with God, I understood that if he was going to be my Lord, mm -hmm. I am the one to obey, not him. <laughs> and, yeah. and, and I cannot see a Lord uh, being the servant or the helper, or I don't know how to call it, yeah. of, of his servant. So something my wife and I talk about since even before we got married it was that we wanted to do God's will and understand God's will. And, and I know that all Christians, we have the Bible, we have the, the Sermon of the Mountain to know what every Christian needs to do. Mm -hmm. But we wanted to know what us, being specific, needed to do. Yeah, me. Because yeah. I, I'm yeah. completely sure that 
God's plans for us are way better, bigger, stronger, and aligned to his kingdom more than our best purposes, intentions. Mm. So that led us, or yeah, my wife and I, and to every time we were praying, doing our devotionals, all we think, and, and this is maybe, and, and this is just coming out right now, the most common question for us in certain times is what's next? Hmm. What's next? Uh, in fact, we just uh, passed uh, a time where our main question was what's next? And we're making another change right now and yeah. because we believe that we find out what God wanted what wants for us in this moment. And, and the real challenge, Nick, is how to differentiate my thoughts, my wishes, even they being good, mm-hmm. from God's will. And, yes. and I mean, that's a risk. But, but if I, I believe we follow certain, I, I wouldn't call them rules, parameters maybe, uh, we can find out uh, what God wants for us specifically. And, mm. and the word says that if we put our ways in his hands, he will put them straight if we don't have it straight. Right. So we need to make decisions, but we need to listen to hear him. And, and I, I don't know, maybe some questions can bring out the right answers. Uh, but what I believe is every time I do in my devotional, you know, reading the word, and I, I'm always thinking, what is here for me? Mm-hmm. And, and after reading, I, I always read with a pen or mm. with a highlighter. Yeah. I always think better writing than just reading. So do I. And, yeah. and, and I take like a kind of a diary, but it's really just a devotional. I, I don't write about what happened uh, this morning or last night or, you know, it's just <laughs> what I understand that is for me in that scripture. Mm-hmm. And also I take the time when I'm praying to ask questions to God and Mm. then stay still and try to, I I don't know what word to use. I'm sorry. To understand, to feel, to identify any answer. And some ideas come to my mind and to my mind. And and something I do when I, I'm doubting if that's just me or if it's God's, showing me something is this is weird and this is not based on the scripture it's just my experience (laughs) what i do is that i distract myself i start thinking in anything but god purpose and you know uh, my work uh, schedule uh, the soccer game i just watch whatever because if that idea came from me it's gonna get lost mm-hmm. because I'm distracting my mind. But if that keeps coming and not just in that uh, devotional time, 
all along the day uh, about what I read, uh, you know, in, in the Bible, in some more books. And all of a sudden, there is something that is impacting my mind, my heart is, you know, like taking away being comfortable. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I'm sure every Christian has experienced that. If I would, if I'm just listening and trying to just say it back in a different way to see if I'm I'm uh, picking up, you know, the way that you're describing it, it's like you're you're trying to just pick up the signal. You're trying to get that signal from God in a stronger way, perfect, and really understand, you know, the GPS or the signal that He's trying to send through to you, um, and by just being quiet and just being, you know, listening. And then if it's continue, if that, if that signal from God is continuously there, it's it's further vindication, that validation that, you know, you are, that this is what you're supposed to do next. Sure. Is, and that, is that like a fair? <laughs> no, absolutely. It's an excellent example is, is, is catching up the signal. And, and also, uh, I mean, uh, if you're married, your wife is going to be in the same uh, signal. I mean, in, in, in yeah. the same thing, in the same uh, uh, because I, I don't believe God is going to do something just telling me and not her. In fact, we have a different way to perceive his signal. Hmm. My wife, uh, I, I mean, let me put a today's example. I mean, not today, but uh, the last change yeah, where yeah. we, we are just about to move. We live at Puebla, Mexico, pretty close to Mexico City, mm -hmm. right down under a beautiful couple of volcanoes. And we, I was being uncomfortable and our prayer was, what's next? And one, a couple, maybe four Sundays ago, I just felt in the morning, you mm. got to move to Phoenix, Arizona. Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> and... And I, and I, I, I felt to Phoenix soon. Wow. And usually God shows me things in this way, fast, short, direct. And, and, and that's the way I, I, I work. Oh. And my wife, I, maybe 10 minutes later, she saw me and she just saw my face. And, you know, we have 30 something years married. And, and are you guys there? Said, like, are why you guys are there? you like thinking? That? You're scary. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I told her, no, I'm just thinking because I, I needed to, <laughs> to, to, to bite this meat, you know? And, and, and she said, no, tell me right now. And I, I, I told her, well, I believe we need to, we got to move to Phoenix soon, maybe January. And, 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 and she goes, oh, I knew it, but I didn't know where. <laughs> and how come you know it? Well, since January, she told me, I knew we needed to move. She said that. She said that. And, and God was like showing me that I needed to get rid of all the clutter stuff in the house. That's why I was doing it to be lighter because mm. we were going to move. And, and I told her, why didn't you tell me? And, well, and that's what's happened all the time. She treat, he treats with her slowly, 
more mm. carefully. And with me is like, you know, uh, you got a month to move. Uh, yeah, she <laughs> she scores by singles. For with yeah. me is just a big home run and go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's it. Yeah. One time, yeah, yeah. and well, that's different. It, it's different with everyone. So yeah. so well, we we are not moving in January, but in February because of visa issues. But yeah. well. It's we need to take time to listen because it is so. What's the word? It's kind of bold, but it's also so exciting. I oh, yeah. know that God, God may use you. That's beautiful. Yeah. Well, and and you were talking about uh, well, and welcome to you know. The USA, and we're gonna maybe have an ISI in Phoenix now. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, well, something I I don't know is how long it's gonna be there because I feel it's like a jumping board, yeah, for something we still don't know. We are after we arrive Phoenix, and maybe after four to six months, we're gonna be wondering what's next. <laughs> yeah, but I think you know, going back to your prayer time and just really being able to. Um, I mean, I bet you a lot of the people that are listening do some type of morning devotional or prayer time, and it's probably active. I'm actively reading. I'm actively praying, you know, out loud or silent. But um, I think the thing that stood out to me is just the the ability to then just, you know, be quiet and listen and just like sit in silence and and try to pick up that signal, you know, and and really tune into what does God want for me. Uh that, I mean, to me, that that's a little different, um, and then significantly different to to really understand and then tune into what is God telling me to go do, not just you know using God to, for my goals. And hey, God, are you going to deliver the goals and help me with my goals? But to me, those are very different things uh, and a very different approach that you and your wife take, which um, I think is awesome. Uh, yeah, and uh, I mean, I don't mean to to create a doctrine and sure we can ask God for the desires of our heart, the wishes of our heart, like David said. Right. Uh, but I believe that if we want to his kingdom to come, as we pray in the, our father prayer, uh, we need to, to see what we can do for his kingdom, not yeah. him for ours. And, and, and I'm sure that he has something for every son and daughter um, because we are so different. We have so much different talents, education, uh, context, and, and he's going to use everyone in different ways, different places. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we are not to judge if somebody else's call is the right one or not. Right. I, I need to just uh, stay with mine right. and trying to follow that. And, and sometimes, to be honest, I, I pray, God, I, I think this is what you want me to do. I'm going to do it. If, if I'm wrong, well, just have mercy in the way you're going to correct me. <laughs> and, and that's it. But, but you know my heart. And, and, and if I'm misunderstanding Please uh, correct me and and, mm-hmm. and just give me the wisdom to understand that. 
because I, I mean, even in a company, you have a company. Sometimes uh, you agree something with uh, your collaborators, and there's a misunderstanding, and, and and there is not something evil going there. It's just that. Uh, different people sometimes because of communication understand different didn't catch the signal pretty well uh, yeah. or, or or something like that or, and that happened with God also but he has a promise that if we put our ways our wishes our goals in his hands even if they're wrong they're gonna put them back in the right track mm. what a relief too jeez yeah Sure. And, well, and, and I believe that's another parameter to know if mm. we're having, or we are really listening to God's will to us, is mm. to have peace. Sometimes mm. we can even feel nervous, but peace is different. We can be nervous and have peace because, oh my gosh, is how is it going to be? Uh, I mean, I'm so used to the Latin culture and I know that there are Latin Americans in, in the States and I had been working with them for 20 years, 22 years. Uh, but, you know, here you have your family, your friends, your church, uh, you know how everything goes and, and, and that can make you a little nervous. But if you feel peace about it, if you feel comfortable knowing that you're doing what's right, that nothing bad can come out of that and even if you stay in your house doing home office bad things can happen because yeah. that's life i mean th this is still the world this is still the world and yeah. jesus even say that here we're, we're going to have struggle so that's not a problem hmm. what do you think nick yeah no it's it's funny because just this morning i was in a a study and we were talking about um, just the state of being content and being uh, always being content but not being complacent. And we were just talking about the word contentment and con contentment and peace are, are pretty similar. I would say they're synonyms to each other. But knowing if you're doing, um, if you're in God's path, like if you're doing God's work or you trust that, you know, what you're doing is where God wants you to be, then you're living in peace and you can, you can have that peace that, you know, that stays with you regardless, um, which I guess it's just, an, you know, interesting timing of today's, you know, today's me, you talk, you know, you talking in this morning, having that talk about uh, always being content, but not being complacent nice. and, you know, feeling nudged to, you know, to make changes, to not get stagnant, to always be in motion, uh, but also trusting that God is with you and he has you where you, where he wants you to be. So. Oh, that's, that's great. And, and, you know, I would like to add this, uh, we, well, many of us as Christians talk about relationship with God, not just religion. Yeah. But I am pretty simple in my mind, to be honest, is if I want a relationship, I need to invest time in that. And yeah. I need to talk, but I also need to listen. I mean, I, when I'm with friends, with my spouse, I... I want her to listen to me when I talk. Yeah. yeah and, right. and and she really wants me to listen to her and she talks more than I do. And <laughs> and, and you know, 
I enjoy when she's talking to me about her things, her heart, uh, her doubts, everything. And if we want a relationship with God, we need to take time to listen to him, not only through his word, but asking him. I, I mean, mm -hmm. if he's real, he's more interested in talking to me than I am. Yeah. So, so God, I really don't know if I need to close the business or what should I do? Hmm. Uh, you know, my daughter is going out with this guy and who, oh, you know where I'm feeling, God, uh, <laughs> give me wisdom and right. talk to her. Will you talk to yeah. her? <laughs> you know, if he's real, he's going to do it. Do we really yeah. believe that? And if we do, we need to act accordingly. And, and, and that's pretty simple. Yeah. And well, we, we could be talking long about this, but it's just one thing. Jesus said before being arrested, when he was saying goodbye to his friends in John 14 to 17, you're not my servants anymore, but my friends. Mm. Mm. Uh, and I want to be that. Yeah. No, me too. And I mean, that, that sums it up perfectly. That is the, he wants us to be in relationship with him. And that's a, a two-way street of talking and listening. And it's easier to talk, <laughs> yeah. you know, than it is to just sit back and, and listen, especially when there's no audible voice talking back at you. But you know, sensing his spirit, sensing uh, his instruction and his discernment and helping you uh, with do this or do that or what's next. Um, you know, it, it is possible. You can pick up that frequency. Um, and I, you know, I get excited about that because I want to tune in more and more and be more in tune with that. I think that's, um, you know, what else is there? So sure. I, I love that. I appreciate that, Raphael. So thank you for recapping your talk and, and giving us, you know, some, some really uh, good challenges and encouragement there on, on how we can do that. Thanks, Dink. Yeah. Well, so you're, you got a lot going on. Um, one, a couple of the questions we always ask everybody just as we, as we close things down sure. on these interviews is just about joy. You know, you talked about peace um, and another one is joy. Um, we're always curious what brings people joy. So for you, what, what are some things that bring you joy? Well, especially I think, being my two daughters staying with the Lord and looking yeah. at them being having a regular life, you know, with challenges and everything, but putting the Lord first, that's, that gives me joy, mm -hmm. peace. And, and I'm grateful with God for that. Also, uh, gives me joy to, to talk to people in the way God has allowed me to do it. Yeah. They're, they're pretty simple things and coffee. <laughs> <laughs> of I, course. I mean, when I go to bed at night, and this is serious, I'm happy because time is going to fly so I can drink my morning espresso. <laughs> so no, I, I really enjoy coffee. A good cup of coffee in the morning. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. What about um, a book? Is there one you're reading now or, or one that you has meant a lot to you? Uh, well, 
a, a Christian book I really, I, I'm even reading for the second time right now is, is what I call a modern classic, is Purpose Driven Life, Rick Warren. Mm. Uh, yeah. That's, that's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Oh, it is. It, it's, well, I, I really enjoy it. And I'm reading right now uh, uh, a book about relationships. It's Hold Me Tight is the name. It's not a Christian book. It's, mm. She's a psychologist, Sue Johnson, but mm. with a uh, kind of therapy I, I'm, I'm really liking to help couples. Uh, mm. so, and that includes my own marriage. Sure. And mm. hold me tight. And that, that's something I, I'm reading. And also a book for me that it's a never-ending story is a book of Proverbs, uh, yeah. Solomon's book. Yeah. Yeah. I like doing that too. I like reading the, uh, you know, if today's the 15th, you know. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. One a day, so one chapter a day. I never know, if I never know what to do, that's always the go-to. And you mentioned uh, Purpose Driven Life. It's funny you mentioned that because I, my wife and I are doing a, um, a version. They have a, Rick Warren has a 365 days. It's just like a daily devotional in the in the Bible app. And then I just, for some reason, he speaks my language. I just like how yeah. he breaks things down. And I think, you know, I found that important. There's a lot of great Christian authors, but some of them I just don't, click with, you know, not that I don't dis disagree with what they're saying, but different authors, it's kind of like music, you know, you got to find, Absolutely. find one, that, yeah. one that you like. Yeah. So that's awesome. How about a, how about a life, uh, any like life verse or, you know, what's, what's the one that you have tattooed on your chest? Any, any life verse? Well, uh, I was, I had been thinking about it and, and yeah. I'm more a, chapter guy than a verse. Okay. Oh, that's cool. And, and, yeah. and I have two, two parts of the Bible. I always think that if I had to, to just take uh, some pieces of the Bible, so I will take John 14 to 17, when Jesus says goodbye to his friends. For me, is oh, I really love that. And Matthew 5 to 7. I, I believe that if we Christians uh, will commit and do 20% of the, amount, uh, the mountain sermon, Matthew 5 to 7, the world will, will be absolutely different. Yeah. So those parts, those uh, six chapters or eight chapters, awesome. for me are, I read them many times. I, I really enjoy them. Hmm. That's great. No, that's awesome. Big, bigger chunks. I like it. Awesome. Well, Raphael, it's been um, it's been a pleasure getting to know you, having you speak at our uh, ISI retreat, and you know, capturing some of the nuggets there for this podcast. And uh, excited for your next journey, and wish you wish you guys all the best as you prepare for this next big uh, you know big stage in your life. And uh, I'm sure the ISI guys will be be praying for you, and we'll you know we'll be here for you throughout 2023. So. Thank Thanks you, Nick. for everything you're doing. Yeah. So thank you. I really you appreciate us? you inviting me and giving me the chance to yeah. share some thoughts with all the audience of the podcast. And thanks a lot. Wish you the best. Yeah, absolutely. Well, as we, we close these down in a and word of prayer, would you would you do that for us today? Sure, sure. And please, everyone, excuse my English. <laughs> That's great. Oh Lord, we thank you for this time. We we are really 
happy, uh, my Lord, that that you have this ministry, this podcast, this ISI men reunion that we can expose our hearts, our needs, our challenges, our temptations, and also our victories. Uh, I pray for everyone who is listening to this post podcast and, and I ask you that, that you can show them, tell them, let them know what you want for them, what you want for their time, their job, their money, their relationships. Let them hear your voice, read your voice, understand your voice, feel your voice. Mm -hmm. So we all can do your will because I, I'm sure that you have beautiful plans for every man, every woman, every elder, every youth. So let us understand your purpose to us. In Jesus' name, we ask you, and, and we know that that you will, because you are our dad, and your heart really wants us to know your will. Thanks, God, and I thank you for Nick. Bless him, his family, and all the people who is behind this project. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. I always love it when I have someone with a really cool accent on the podcast. It makes it uh, a lot more interesting and always unique to listen to. But some things I took away from this conversation with Raphael um, that I wanted to just share and kind of a recap. Um, you know, it's funny because I'm sure, you know, maybe what hit you is different than what hit me. But some things that really stood out to me were, number one, um, when he's in prayer, um, it's a combination of talking and listening. I personally am not a great listener when it comes to prayer life. Hopefully in other ways I'm a good listener, but um, it's more of a one-way uh, conversation. So I took that as a big takeaway, just how can we listen? And he said, you know, how can we listen to him in the ways that he wants to speak to us? And if an idea or if God's putting something on your heart, it's maybe going to keep coming back to you. If, it, if, it, if the idea, something you have, and is this God telling you something and that idea is lost and doesn't come back, um, maybe that's not really what God wanted you to do. Maybe that's not the frequency he was trying to send you. But if the idea keeps coming back and it keeps coming back and it keeps coming around, that may be something to tune into. So that, that stood out to me. Um, and then, you know, just what's next? Uh, I think we're always wrestling with, you know, what is that next decision? We're, you know, tons of decisions with our families and work, um, our, our kids, et cetera. You know, what's next? Um, and praying and listening about that is, is super huge. And then again, uh, just the main point there on, how can we be used for God's goals, not how can we use God for ours? I know it's a simple uh, difference, but it's a powerful shift. And I just, uh, I was really encouraged by that because if I think if we're doing what God wants us to do and we're using, being used for his goals, um, that's a good place to be. So, and I think that really speaks to what ISI is, is putting God at the center of everything that we're doing. So hopefully this was uh, a blessing to you. I hope that, um, that it was. And if it was, you know, share this, this uh, resource with uh, one of your friends or colleagues and hopefully we can see you at one of our retreats or at a stay sharp Saturday here soon. Thanks for listening. Stay sharp. God bless.